There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Yo, Tango Internet. You don't understand, Manuel. Yo Tango Internet. Yo Tango Internet. I think it's it's not it's I laud her for being able to speak Spanish. Um, but it's the fact that she doesn't seem to have any it's like she's speaking in an American accent. And it just sounds funny. I think Sissy said her conjugation's not great. Yeah, I mean it's it's like Danielle's Spanish, but uh, they said Ashley's is a little better than than Danielle's. Uh, I I can't really. I'm just saying what what Sissy's have said. But I just I just love the phrase Yo Tango Internet. Yo Tango Internet. Mi trabajo es bruja. <laughs> Me trabajo. You know, speaking of miserable bitch, we had a uh, we had a post in the Facebook group. Of someone who like saw Daniel and, and Gabe and people at Orlando Pride, which is and wonderful. Jen from and Jeff, Jen, Jen and Rishi, and also E. Scott, E. Scott, E. Scott yes, was Escott. there as well. So, and they said they were so sweet. And he's the, the sissy who wrote it. I can't remember if it was a man or, but the person wrote they were so sweet to us, and people were like miserable bitch sweet. It was so funny. I, I'm sure she's fine when you just approach her. And, I think she is yeah. a big LGBT advocate. So I could see that. Appreciate that for her. Appreciate Who it. Who else has been friends with her? She doesn't, she's not a, I guarantee you, I, they have her friends on the show. I guarantee you, she didn't have a lot of female friends. 
I'm going to say that now. She's not a girl's girl. We're going to end up meeting <laughs> some gay friends, kind of like we realized that, oh, y'all, I didn't talk about this, but we also just found out that Chantel on the, our classless seasons of, hey, we just met her gay friend. Obed. Obed. There's got to be, don't spoil it. We hope there's more Obed. Oh, it's so good. But this isn't classless. This is regular OG. Nine Beyonce. Season 10. Season 10, episode four, to witness these lovers or to witness the lovers this is our team or this is our part b part second part two so ashley manuel of these two lovers these two lovers and a new couple ashley manuel and devin and nick Mm. um this is one of the first times i think we have seen um, I wrote this down, and I, I, I'm very, very likely to be wrong, but I, it just kind of hit me this time. The non-American introduced first through the lens where we meet the 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 in all for lack of a better term, foreigner first, and w- yeah, and it's also was where was Ji Hoon from? Was he from Korea as well? Korea, South and- Korea. How ironic that both of the Americans Her are named name Devin. Is Devin. <laughs> Her name is Devin. <laughs> and it's what I actually think completely this Devin, the opposite this of this. Devin of- is from planet Earth. <laughs> and she's from Cersei, Arkansas. She country, y'all. Ah, and he ah. is the Korean crocodile Dundee. He has a slight <laughs> Australian accent. I, you know what I wrote down? I said, this is like older versions of Night of Beyonce. You know, you know what I wrote down? Feels These are like, like normal versions of where, no, where the stakes, not the stakes, actually the stakes are just as high, but where their personalities aren't extreme. They just seem like, yeah. seem like normal people who fell in love. Yeah, I agree. It's, there's, there's, there's an extraness to it. It's not like Ashley Manuel, Ashley Extra. Um... And we're, we're going to be able to talk about what we think about her not giving him internet on his phone. And because yo tango internet, yo tango internet, <laughs> yo tango internet, yo tango internet, uh, uh, <laughs> thank you yeah. sissies who, who, uh, who came, came at us about, uh, what we had said about could she just for cultural reasons telling him her she's a witch could she have used a word that was more familiar to what she actually does mm. and you, you some of you said kuran uh, kurandaria or kurandaria i'm not sure i'm i'm going to but but there's one again. called like espanita spiritual espiritualista yeah i um, i like that one that's what i want to be but, called espanita uh, but it is kind of like the fact that he is a Catholic and um, and from Ecuador. The word bruja has a completely <laughs> – my job is witch. Mi trabajo es bruja. <laughs> yeah. So for Spanish yeah. speakers, that's why that phrase sounds ridiculous. Sounds ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I actually bet she's good at readings. I actually bet I, I she do. Is. I just, I just think it. I There's, think I honestly, I honestly believe that this is, it's a, it was a dumb argument that we're going to get past really quickly, and to see that their real problems go much deeper than that. 
Yeah, I there. I think it's interesting how they are. Um, culture wars are going to be, I think, their biggest problem in their relationship. Yeah. So, and I don't know if they've both have, it doesn't see, even though they've known, it's interesting, even though they've known each other for a while now, right? Years. And they tried it once and tried it again. It doesn't seem like, at least right now, either of them have made, especially on her part, since he's coming to live where she in the U.S., doesn't seem like either of them made an effort to, know have an understanding of the other person's culture a lot yeah and she thinks that it's weird that nine people from new york have called her and it's the only way they can get in touch with him and i'm like one of my good friends is like is puerto rican from new york like and i'm not saying all latinx but culture but i'm saying in her like family that is a very common thing and so i don't yeah. And the and the craziest thing is I feel like she'd rather him not have family in the US. And that's where it gets a little weird for me. I mean that she didn't say anything like that. I can understand why you infer. I don't know if I didn't I didn't make that jump, but you're but tinfoil hattie always comes out quicker. To, Here, here's why here's why I say that. Because obviously if he's if he has family here, that means that he has another lifeline because, and I think it just she's got a lot of insecurities. Um, that's what I and, thought it came into. Yeah, yeah, but that still is destructive. Yeah, it's still destructive. I took yeah. it as, oh wow, you really feel like you're not enough. But that it doesn't matter. It's that's it's always going to manifest yeah. as you. And and also, y'all, this is the long, the long, um, aged trope of Night Day Fiance. I think he just came here to get to America, which is one of the worst things you can accuse someone of. I actually think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to end up getting married. Me too. I do. I, I agree with you. I just think we're at that point. We're at like episode four. Well, no, we haven't met all the new couples yet. We're meeting mommy closet next week. And the guinea pigs and the chihuahua. (laughs) Chihuahuas, plural. (laughs) Mom, mom lives in the walk-in closet. Closet mom. Whoa. Does she come out? That's what I, I, I does it she do- just stay in there? <laughs> it does feel like Nick and Devin don't belong in the same episode as Closet Mom. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like Devin and Nick are from a different time. Yeah, truly. Yeah, um, truly. Uh, announcements, oh. y'all. Uh, we- oh, yeah, I just went in to talk about Ashley Manuel. Well, sometimes we do that. Uh, we selling sunset season seven. Say it again. November November third. Selling sun, selling sunset season seven. Selling sunset season seven. Selling sunset season seven. Y'all say that when you're riding that tick. Selling sunset season seven. Selling sunset season seven. Selling so okay. I'm done. Oh, it just takes us three incantations and you're done. Uh, fantastic season. My, I like it a lot better than last season. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Nicole is giving Nicole. Chriselle mm-hmm. is giving Chriselle. Chriselle, yes, yes. Uh, it's it's and and we have a and the and the 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 biggest villain is not what you'd think, but a scary new thing that's happening in Los Angeles that could ruin the economy of the whole city, <laughs> called the Mansion Tax. <laughs> We're calling the it purge. the purge. It's. It, we've learned more about real estate than we've ever learned. And <laughs> I, I'm, I actually, cause y'all, I'm taking a real estate class right now and I'm going to, oh, I'm going to ask my teacher about this mansion <laughs> tax. I y'all, just don't are... know how to email yet on the porter at UCLA. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> she sent me like three messages and I don't know how to reply like, back. I'm sorry. I do not know how to get back to you. I, I, y'all. Oh. Maddie's in school again. No, I don't want to become a realtor. I just want to learn a little background information for some of my dad's uh, properties. What? But but what a I, nightmare student <laughs> you would be sending her questions. Well, I can't. I can't send her one question at all. So I don't. How am I going to kiss her ass? I know. How are you going to be the teacher's pet? Yes. <sighs> um. It's y'all this this season of Selling Sunset. People are basically throwing themselves off the Hollywood sign. Oh, they are. Uh, their yeah. fortunes are 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 failing underneath them. Yes, this is also probably going to be. Well, we'll record some shows tomorrow. But uh, as of on uh, at the end of this week, I will. Well, actually, last week. So it was. This is coming out on Monday, but on Friday. I did return to Los Angeles, so my Santa Barbara oh, experience oh. is a very. I want to thank the Yacht Club, uh, <laughs> thank the Maritime Museum for my time there. I met a good friend named Deb, uh, Stephen. I'm not going to call you anymore uh, because uh, I think I flirted with your husband, and that could get weird. But I had a great time. But just to clarify, everyone you met was over 65, correct? I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. I, 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 it was called as like a, a retirement and so drag race. I was in my, I was in my retired or my grandma era. And you, now you kind of always been there going back to LA, but Santa Barbara, go Lita. Thank you so much. I'm tonight. I'm going with my friend, Deb. We're going to go to uh, some wine bars in the funk zone. They call it the funk zone mm. of santa barbara we're very and excited. maybe talk about her last divorce she's never been married <laughs> never been married she's never been married she's dating someone now so uh we'll see how it goes but i'm <sighs> sure but um anyway oh. also i think you have a kind of in right after we talk about ashley and ashley and manuel man, man manuel manuel um you'll talk about the britney book I'm going to be talking a little bit about the, I haven't read it all. I'm only on chapter, I think 11 at this point. Uh, I just got chapters with a goddamn book. Uh, there's a lot. It's some of them are short chapters. Okay. (laughs) Um, I, I just got, she gets tired. She got, so there will be spoilers. So, you know, I'll talk a little bit, not everything, but, um, uh, just to give you, I just got to the part where um, she just got divorced from Kevin Federline. So oh. I've read up to that. Anything else? Is this pre-shaved head with the umbrella? 
I literally, that is what I'm about to, uh, okay. the, the last line I just listened to, she said, and I knew the press was going to be out that night and I gave them something to write about. And I think that's what we're going to be talking about. I really do want the best for her. I, I say that in a non-Sean Sean Robinson way. <laughs> I, I'll say this. A sissy already said it and I already thought it before. I read it and I, or I was listening. I'm listening to it, y'all. But I thought, this is just a Southern story. It's just, <laughs> just a Southern sadness. story. It's just sad. It's very Faulknerian. Just just like generations of, of sadness oh. that, were that were built up for this woman you to don't experience. Even, you don't even know what I'm going to talk about on our, on our, our, our Britney, our Britney moment. So uh, anyway. Britney break. Our Britney sure, break. Our Britney Brit break. break. I like that. No, Britney, not Brit. Then it sounds British. Britney break. I like that. Okay. Britney break. All right. But back to Ashley. Is, there's something wrong with me. You're going to read me, but I'm just going to say it. And maybe because it's the woo-woo stuff, but there's, I think she behaves terribly in this. And he's not super great either, but he's also reacting to her. Yeah. What is it? There's something in me that likes Ashley, and I need to process that. I think she's good TV. Maybe that's um, it. She's funny. She's good TV. She's yeah. funny. And I, I guess what I do think, you know what it is with both of them is everybody, everybody has hurt and whatever trauma and things like that. Um there's feels like for Ashley, she's kind of being reactive and has her own insecurities. It doesn't yeah. feel like Nikki, where Nikki is kind of weaponizing oh, her trauma a, against. She's a nightmare. Yeah. I, so I don't think Ashley is trying to do that. It's not like Danielle. No, there's like no, there's no comparison. She's just to, extra. Yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. she all. Yeah. Anyway, so I think I think it's hard for her. I think there's so much of her life that is tumultuous for her. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to see past the tumult of her own life and see that's someone a, else's perspective. That's a beautiful way to put that, <laughs> Poodle. You should be a poet. I'm, try, I'm trying to be as, as diplomatic as possible. Uh, that was really agree. beautiful. I, I, don't think she's, I don't think she's a bad person. I think maybe having trying to have a little more understanding about someone who's coming here from a different culture and trying to make them comfortable and trying to, I, I do, do think their problems pale compared to Nikki and Igor slash Justin or Rob and Sophie. I think their problems Pales. pale uh, compared to those two couples, which I consider me judgmental, but I don't know if those. Done. If, exactly. <laughs> done. If this and uh, someone just went, someone just laughed. Like, really? <laughs> um, as I said before, y'all, I'm a childless gay man. Someone, I was put on this earth to be judgmental. Someone's child in a car seat. Just tell me just, something as, I don't know. Yeah, as they were driving, you said that, and they went smoked ah! a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> your little Tallulah Bankhead four year old in the back, I, like I'm yeah. telling. Tell me, tell me about a queen. I'm telling you, if you are listening to this right now and your child, your four or five-year-old child is listening, if they're quoting Poodle, Molly, you endanger girl. Watch the <laughs> fuck out. It's, it's not going to be a smooth ride. You'll get a lot out of it. There's going to be heartbreak. 
It's not going to be easy. <laughs> You're going to probably be saying things when they're like nine or ten. Going, God, don't know where you yeah. got that from. Not true. from me. Must be not from your from father. Me. Oh, you had, and Christina can take this out if you want to bring it, but you met a sissy on a plane, didn't you? Oh, my God. I want yeah, to talk about so this. Sweet. Um, uh, uh, sissy, oh, God, Grace. Sissy Grace. Oh, um, love it. A flight attendant, and she, she, uh, she passed me. She's like, she saw, I saw her, and she's like, hi. And then she kind of ran back to me and handed me this beverage napkin, and it says, hi, poodle. I didn't want to embarrass you. I'm a sissy. Oh, that's so I sweet. Think, I think people are, I think I am this kind of. I think I seem like this delicate person who is her- horrified if people come up to me in the wild. But I, I actually don't <laughs> no mind comment. it, you guys. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to mind it. Uh, I, and mostly I was just so, so excited to see her there. And also it's, it's very nice because flying is never something that's comfortable for me. It will never mm. be. Um, so it was nice to see a friendly face and, uh, she was a, a lovely, fa- friendly face in the, in the, in the not so friendly skies sometimes. <laughs> that was really, was she couldn't sweet. do anything. She probably couldn't do anything about the delay we had getting off the ground. No, I got worried because you sent me a picture of a beverage napkin. And before I read it, I went, oh, no. Someone like sent him said, I know you fucked my husband. I thought it was going to be something like that. Or a flight attendant, a male flight attendant said, meet me in the bathroom in 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what. So I was glad. But Sissy Grace, thank you for saying hello. I love, we love our sissy flight attendants. We do. They work hard. Sissy teachers, sissy flight attendants. Do we have any sissy? Y'all are all out there. We got all any sissy the roofers? Lines. I'm still watching those roofers over there. I'd love to meet a sissy roofer. Well, we do. We have a we have a coal miner. We do. <laughs> we might have a sissy roofer. Man, give me a man in a tool belt roofing oh, my roof. I'll Ooh. never forget. We said, "Come at us if you work at a coal mine." Someone <laughs> said, said, "I'm a coal miner." I also wanted to ask you, maybe we have sissies about this. Sorry, y'all. We're going to get to the show because this reminded me. We were doing so good. We started right into it. But well. <laughs> Too late. You know how I kept telling you, I said, you know, I got this house. I said, I think I'm hearing swallows. And you said, you don't hear swallows? And I'm like, uh, where you? I said, no, I don't doves. remember hearing like a lot of doves or swallows. The neighbors across the way have them in a cage. There's a big cage. And we just hear they cage dubs. They're making whatever that noise that swallows are does. Cool, cool. Yeah, you keep calling them swallows. They're dubs, honey. They're dubs. Okay, I don't know birds. You know, I'm scared of birds. So a dove is a white bird. That's the bird of peace. That'll poke your eyes out if you fuck with it, probably because it's still a bird. And they're usually quite rotund. Uh, well. That means that they'll have more weight when they pierce your eye. Why, but why do they keep dubs? I don't that, that's is that I don't want to start a controversy or anything here in Santa Barbara. I mean, I can tell I, I I'm not gonna mention this to Steven at the yacht club, but <laughs> I am interested. Sounds is like it's against city code. It is it is it ethical to put doves in a cage? I I can't speak for this because I don't I think don't like animals it. should be caged. I don't like so. it. 
You know. Maybe they were rescue doves and they touched human hands and now, but they still can't <laughs> fly about. Y'all, uh, we're in an area that we're never going to be able to come to a consensus on. I, I, I think, I think you don't know enough about the situation and I, I'm always going to think animals don't need to be caged. No, so. I, I agree with that. Doves and twinks don't need to be caged. A twink <laughs> Unless with- they want to. And let's say, but a twink with a smooth asshole should be able to flit around and get fucked by everyone. That is what you do. To pursue their their twink destiny. Yes, get loaded Mm -hmm. and corroded. That's what you do when you're a twink. (laughs) My lower back tattoo says. (laughs) (sighs) Can we move on from from Santa Barbara? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, y'all, we're, she basically, uh, the smoke alarm is going off and he's like, you're going to set the fucking house on fire. She's like, can't you feel the bad energy in here? I'm trying to cleanse the energy like, with yeah, the smoke. Yeah, it's a fire alarm. How can you do this? And she's trying Open to do the Open a window. Oh. Crack a window, honey. Come on. And that's why I think part of this. Part of this is she really enjoys the ruffling feathers when people people ca- calling herself a witch. That's the I thing. Think I think she, yeah. it's very much like I'm not like other girls, and it's it's a little it's a it's a little tiring to be honest. I think this is just guessing, speculating. It sounds like her mom was a good mom, but we know that her mom was a very young mom. <clears throat> and one thing that I think it's common in a lot of. Uh, Especially, we yeah, don't. This well, woman's don't, definitely an Enneagram four, by the way. Definitely, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I, an see, I can, I, I, I can clock our people. Uh, she, I don't know if the mom was a single mom or not, but sometimes when a lot of people have kids really young, they're not. She was. She said we grew up together. They're, but they're not able to like raise. They're working. They're doing a lot of things, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can create. I think Ashley has this. Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, because maybe she wasn't seen a lot as a child. Mm, I just get a feeling that could be her pattern. So the fact that she's doing the sound bowl in yep. the middle of a fire alarm is literally like that fire alarm. It's like saying, see me, see me, see me. What happened to us then that we can't get enough attention and want people to see us? God, Jaybird, you just stop playing <laughs> the evergreen. I've heard it 10 times, Jaybird. Can you just stop? <laughs> That's what happened. It, it's not right yet, Mama. <laughs> Jaybird, you're going to drive me crazy. I wish you just play football. Not football, <laughs> but some soccer. Like Aunt Jane's no. son. <laughs> He's a cretin. <laughs> I bet you did call people cretin at a very young age. I'm, I know you're in third grade calling a kid of cretin. Say a cretin. <laughs> Uh, so y'all and this was the kicker for me and she's like i'm uh she's she's like well um i got him a phone and uh and i thought he would be grateful saying and she's like nope he said the the, the phone's not getting here too early enough i need to call people and i also need internet and then she said i deserve an apology <laughs> well, she said he freaked. We don't know, but she said he freaked out and was very yeah, it wasn't disrespectful. On camera. Yeah, it wasn't on camera. I do think that, like, 
her saying like, I don't understand what this fight is about. This is so ridiculous. I can see why she's saying that because I was thinking like, it it is like he, you can tell he is upset that it's going to take two days for him to get his phone. Mm-hmm. That is, y'all, I'm just guessing. I'm looking at like what, unless Ashley's making like a ton of money and stuff like that, probably like she called, they're giving her an update. She's getting like a free phone. Y'all know how it is with fucking cell phone companies. They've got yeah. to wait like two days. And it does seem like he seems so, that would have triggered me too. If he was so impatient, I was like, bitch, I'm buying you a phone and this is the way I can buy a phone. I've got to wait two yeah. days. And why I can't guess- you use then? But then it got weird because I thought, well, just have him use your phone. But then now she's upset that everyone's calling. calling her. And is she, we never got the answer. All these people are calling her. Was she not handing him the phone when they called or telling him? She wasn't answering it. <laughs> and that's what he said. He's like, he's like, mi amor or mi vida. Why am, why am I, uh, why am I, why, why are your, why is your family calling me like ten, nine or 10 times? He's like, they, the, the, you need to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that they're calling back because you're not answering and i was like if you just would have given give give him your ipad and if he sees them call it he this answers is why, it this is why it felt a little bit like her idea if he's got all these people in new york she's trying to act like it doesn't bother her but it plants seeds of insecurity and it feels like she's it feels like she's trying to cock block him from his family and that's what is a little icky to me. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're calling nine or ten times, and I guess he didn't call his family and let them know he was there. So that doesn't seem well. The mom gave the way, them her number. Well, and the way that she's explaining the, it just seems like there is a communication breakdown period because the way Ashley explains it to her sister Sienna, I agree with Sienna's. Like that's weird. I went. Yeah, that's weird too. Because at first we didn't. I thought they were just calling and calling her, but then we found out. I don't think it was ever communicated. Maybe to Manuel's mom to say, "Hey, can you let the rest of the family know I made it safe and I'll call them when I have a phone." Like that was never communicated. I, I guess these people. I feel sorry for his family. They thought they don't know if he ever arrived safely in the U.S. or not. I think right? it's that. I think they know he's safe. Um, but I think that they are – I think they probably want to talk to him to ask him how he is now that there's a family member. And he even said his – we see his cousin Mercy. He's like, we text and talk all the time. So that's and, – and then she says things like, I don't know a Mercy. And he's like, do you know any of – do I know any of your cousins or uncles? Mm-hmm. This is when it gets a little unhinged. It's a little. And I will say though, if they know he's there and safe, though, <clears throat> can't he just tell me? Doesn't it, it is weird that they know you're? I do think that is that is weird to blow up his girlfriend's phone nine or ten times. But again, I, don't. I think that, I think that I, would have stopped if she just answered the call the first time. I don't. I think she is. I think she wants her time with him now. And she considers his family an inconvenience right now. I do think she wants time with him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like, and the idea of him not getting internet on his phone because yo, Tango internet feels like it feels a little gatekeepy. 
so she can make sure what he's doing. Um, it, it, but maybe I'll regret saying this, but it feels but that I would way to counter me. that though. And she wasn't ever saying to him, you can't get your own phone. But she said to him initially, why don't you use my phone and my iPad? You can use my stuff. And he responded and said, I need my privacy. And I went, that was a red flag to me. The fact that he I can't, dis- for, listen to I me, disagree. let me finish it. The fact that he can't for two days tolerate using her iPad to talk on the phone until he gets a new phone. Oh, I assumed that the new phone wasn't going to have internet. Like, no, that's when she that's said. That's the whole point. The new phone that he's getting will have the internet. So she was saying, you'll have this. It's just going to take two days. And so the oh. fact that he's like, I need my privacy. I can't use your iPad. I'm like, maybe he didn't understand her Spanish. But that to me, if if I was with someone and they said, I need my privacy now, I would be like, the fuck? Like, it's two I, days. I thought that the new phone wasn't going to be having internet. And no, that's when she that's says, the whole I point. have the, internet. The new phone will have internet. It'll okay. be set up on that. That makes better sense. That's then why this she is was a, saying this, this is conversation. A dumb argument. That's why she said this conversation seems stupid because I'm telling you, you can use my stuff. <laughs> but then she says, you can use my stuff, but I'm not going to answer any of the calls of your family. So they're going to call 20 times because I'm never picking up. <laughs> then she says, we are not meditating. I am not sharing spiritual space with you and your nasty ass attitude, which I don't. I don't think she she has the perspective to realize how ridiculous it is when she talks that way. <laughs> it's pretty funny. We're we we we're in Los Angeles, city of city of woo, and it it sounds it sounds like satire when she talks that way, even though she believes yeah. it. Um, <laughs> she says not to be a butt face. <laughs> well, she's not trying to cuss, but. No, no, no. But what she just butt, said, I'm a motherfucking butt, witch hoe. She is, but what's, well, that's when she was angry. But what is butt face for? Because my mother would say, we, she would try not to curse, and she would say, you're being such a butt face. But what is Come that on. substituting for? An ass face? A fuck face? A shit I'm face? I'm not sure. A shit head? Is that uh, what it's, is that what it's, sh- shit head? Is a I don't butt think face? it's substituting for anything. I've, I've called someone a butt face before. I just feel like. You have called someone a butt face before? Yeah. No, I've never. I've said, put your butt in my face. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, um, so... She says, I can't take any more of these stupid conversations. And then you know, she's, with, she's with her sister. <laughs> she walks out, cut to the dog, talk to Rico Suave, star, star of their segment going. <laughs> well, that was a they obviously. I know, in. but I love it when they put in dog whimpers, y'all. Um, but it does seem like. It, it seems like a small argument. I just. It brings up levels of privacy for me that it does feel like 
he it it's like he's there and she gives him things and he should be happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. I want to see yeah. how it is when he gets his new phone. Is Agreed. She, is it going to she double down or is she's fine? Y'all, the reason why this relationship is going to be fine though, because it's that hickey on your her neck tells you anything. They good in there, and now he does say things like, "Make sure you come back in a better mood." <laughs> That, yeah, let's not negate. He has, which is a trigger for her. He yeah. has, extre- I think, extreme machismo. Yes, machismo. Well, that's, I, honestly, it's Ecuador. It's every yeah. country in South America. Yeah. I think she um, feels like he's going to move to the U.S. and she's going to get that out of him. Good Honey, luck. Good luck. So then she tells the sister, um, you know, I'd be, uh, I'd be a fool to think that Manuel not that I'd be a fool to not think that he might come here on my back and meet up with his family and then peace out. And I thought, no, I, I wouldn't think that. I think before I would ask someone to come over here, I would know them well enough. And in my heart that they're not going to do that. I would never have that thought. I guess. I don't know if you're the right person to speculate for this because you would never have someone come over to a country. You would never do it, period. Absolutely not. No, I'd rather (laughs) see them on my terms. Exactly. But would you – would it always be in the back of your mind? Would would you do like her and think, um, well, I didn't know he had a lot more families. That makes me think he could just peace out on me. Uh. No, I don't think so. Unless we had had a lot of conversations and he had said, and he had said, I don't have a lot of family. Or if I asked, do you have a lot of family over here? And he says, oh, I have a cousin or two. I would think, oh, okay. But yeah, it depended on what conversations. But if all the conversations seem open, no, I wouldn't think that. Yeah. Actually, I would be, um, I, I, I would be happy if someone had family over there, but yeah, she says, who knows, I also, probably would get left after four said, years after they got their green card. Wow. Probably. She does say, I believe he's here for me, but I also think that if we don't get married, he has no intention of going back to Ecuador. And I wrote, what's wrong with that? Right. Like, that, that, that's, that's the other thing. What's because that if you're saying she's that the he's golden here, ticket and that's it. If you're saying that he's here for you and you don't think he's doing this for to be with his family, but that's like a secondary like like Couldn't if it, I go it be both if I things? go to, Yeah, it's like if I go to your house to get dicked down by you and then while you're dicking me not down, me. <laughs> no, not you. No, you, you haven't, you haven't someone, dicked down anything since the second grade. Someone, um, by the way, sent a picture. Um, I'll see if I can find it of what our love child would look like. I um, like uh, I know I didn't like it either. I, 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 I commented that I rebuked it in the name of Jesus. I did too. Uh, I rebuked um, it in the name of Judy. Um, uh, but imagine though, if you're getting it. dicked down by some hot guy and it's great, but then his husband shit comes home and then he ends up dicking you down too. Well, that's just a bonus. So that to that's me is the just same a two thing. for one. It's a two for one. And that's the way I think that he's moving there for you, girl. 
be grateful. And the fact that he has family there, to me, I would think that would make, that would be even more solidifying that he would feel like that would set him up for more success in the country and success for us. But it it feels like the fact that he didn't come here solely for her to romantically leave his family and everyone behind in a foreign country for her, that it is somehow diminished. Okay, here is the combination of us two. Well, I can't a, see it. I oh, can kind of see oh, it. Well, that's a handsome man. Look at that. A little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. More, more in the... It kind of combined her hair color, and the hair color looks kind of yeah. weird. Uh, <laughs> but look at that. Looks like a bass player I used to know. Oh, God. <laughs> so, anyway... You should redo that song... Somebody that I used to fuck. <laughs> and just. So y'all, the family's calling nonstop and she's like, I've never met Mercy. Can and I? Oh, again, I'm sorry. I do want to say one more thing. I'm sorry. I wanted to say that I also would feel like if someone had family here, then I would feel grateful that, oh, good. They don't feel like if it, they yeah, want to work on our relationship. I don't have to be everything. For, yes, they can work on our relationship for us, not because they're stuck here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, Sorry. It, I it does feel a little. I, I, but it goes I, back I, to her issues of not being enough. Yeah. This is the this this kind of train of thought and this pattern of thought isn't going to go well. It's only going to leave you, honey, feeling even more dejected and and more ignored. And and she's got a. It's going to be hard because remember she had that panic attack. So like I don't think she deals. I don't. I don't think she deals well with stress at all. It's hard to regulate herself. Mm -hmm. Hard to regulate. Yeah. All right. So she. They talk to Mercy and Mercy. Marcy, Marcy. And she she's kind of there with him. And I'm like, just let him talk to her. And finally she does leave. Um and she does say, Why are you calling so much? <laughs> she's like, Well, I want to make sure he's okay. And there's lots, he's got lots of family in New York City. He's like Tios, uh, uh, cousins, aunt, uncles. He's like, Yep, lots. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if Every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. 
Learn more at byheart.com. And it seems like she's, the more she hears it, the more she's thinking, yeah, he's not here for me. And I think God, that's just it's a really destructive pattern of thought. Yeah. Whew. Anyway, I bet she's been left by people a lot. I have a feeling. And you know who's the only one who stayed? Rico motherfucking Suave. <laughs> Rico motherfucking star. Rico and Coco. I want to see them at the tell all together. I agree. And then like, then like kind of sparring, sparring and fighting and Rico during the just break. humping Coco. Uh-huh. And Coco enjoying it. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you want to talk about your Britney, Britney break? Yes. It's Britney, bitch. Y'all, the number one selling uh, memoir of a, of a celebrity ever on the first day, number one selling. Wow. So at least that's what Brit posted wow. on her, Britney posted on whoa. her account. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Here's what Miss. First of all, we're going to talk about the iconic actor that is Michelle Williams. Not Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams. No. But. <laughs> the, the, if you're a Michelle Williams. Dawson's Disney, Creek slash Brookback Mountain slash. One of the best parts in. to me that was so meta is when Michelle Williams is talking. In, Brittany, you know, talks about people she meets. And one of somebody that was very influential to Brittany that she met was Paula Cole. So it's oh. Michelle Williams Where as Brittany talking about Paula Cole and talking about the song, I Don't Want to Wait. I, that was just uh. some meta good shit. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah, because of Dustin's Yeah, Creek. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to wait. Michelle Williams can do anything. She, Agree. She sounds like – so the forward – and Chris Farah and I from DocuSweeties, we've been talking about it. When she, the forward is actually Britney. And it is so Britney, it's almost not Britney anymore. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just so vocal fried and just so Brit. Michelle Williams sounds, she takes on this voice of Britney, maybe. 10 years ago, Brittany, and almost like, and almost if, if Brittany, if Brittany Spears had a graduate degree, that's what she sounds like. <laughs> like it's, it's, she makes y'all, I, I even did a TikTok about this though. The, the word I would say probably the most preferred adjective in this book is the word amazing. <laughs> oh God. It's, I would, I, I, would it, I would have a hard time, I think, but you would have a hard time reading it. <clears throat> But when Michelle Williams says it, you believe it's amazing every There's time. There's 11 different amazings. When, when Michelle yeah. Williams says, and oh my God, my sister was the cutest thing ever. You believe it was the cutest thing ever. Does in she the adopt a Southern accent? Yes, she has a lilt of a Southern accent. Oh my God. No. And by the time you realize that the book goes on and on, you can't tell if it's this Michelle or Brittany. That's some of the best uh, audiobook narrators. It is. A lot of people like the author to read their book. I don't actually. Sometimes it's not as good. Sometimes it's better to have a celebrity not mm. read their book. Um, yeah. She also, uh, as many people are talking about, the way she impersonates Justin Timberlake. When Britney Spears <laughs> talk about Justin is trying to act more, quote, urban. 
or black. Mm-hmm. I think she said she said black. She said, yeah. and the way that she's like for shiz when he's. <laughs> it was. I'm not going to quote it. I want you to experience it. It's wonderful. And go ahead. Do you have any questions? So you would suggest we purchase the audiobook? Oh, 100%. I, I would get the audiobook. I've got the hardback because take notes because Chris Fair and I are doing a book club. We're having some friends over have a, to talk about have a, this. A, a, a highlighter. We are, our book club is called Not Yet a Woman Book Club. So we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're very excited. I see. We're, she's yeah. coming over. We're all going to take gummies and talk about Britney. I've got my Britney Spears tarot deck that my friend Lindsay gave me, who is wow. coming over as well. Anyway, I'm going to say this. So Michelle Williams, great, fantastic. Uh, uh, it's just, and I'm just now to the part again where uh, Britney and Kevin Federline breaks up. She ends that chapter, and she says at the end of that chapter, she's like, it pretty much after my relationship with with Justin and Kevin solidified why I would never really trust anyone ever again. Jesus. I will say, I thought, y'all know, I've been in a commercial with Justin Timberlake. I've, no, I've, I'd never I've like I like Justin Timberlake. Like, I've liked his music. I've been to, gone to his concerts, all of that. But I kind of assumed with this, uh, by the way, a lot of people said that she talked about his dick. I haven't got to that part yet. Um, I don't think Britney will do that because I think Britney is way classier than that. She did talk about their first time. It's not in the book. I haven't gotten there yet. It's not in, it's not in the book. Um, so, uh, maybe that's later on, but she's kind of finished with Justin now, but I kind of thought this was going to be like, yeah, you and Justin were both like fucking 20 years old, just young kids. He did some stupid. I'm sure he probably cheated on you. You cheated on him. Like just stupid young kid shit. It's not. It is deeper than that. And like I read and I went, whoa. Well, mm-hmm. it is. I don't want to tell people because I feel like it's better for you to experience it. And I want okay. you to hear it in Britney's voice or Michelle Williams' voice. I also will say the most revelatory thing to me is one, Britney Spears was offered the role of Roxy Hart in Chicago and didn't take it. I heard I that know, too. Did not know that. The reason she didn't take it, because when Britney Spears was in the, the wonderful, iconic movie Crossroads, <laughs> written by Shonda Rhimes, I did not know that. Written by Shonda, Shonda motherfucking Rhimes wrote that book. Mogul. Yes. When she was in the movie Crossroads, Britney talked about the reason why she's never done another movie again because, and again, it's Michelle Williams reading it in Britney's lilt of a voice. She inhabited that character so much that Britney forgot who she was in real life because <laughs> she became Lucy. And she said, it was so weird. She's like, I don't know who I was anymore. I was just Lucy. I wasn't Britney anymore. And I couldn't, oh. and I couldn't get out of Lucy. I couldn't stop being Lucy. Wow. It was. I will say this. It's a Southern story because Britney talks about her grandmother. Yeah. Who, who was British. Her grandmother was from Britain. And she said, that's why I like to talk in a British voice because it reminds me of my grandma. But she talks about how her grandmother lost a baby when the baby was an infant. And then eight years later, she shot herself in the head on the baby's grave. 
Whoa. It's a Southern story. Trigger warning. Suicide. It's a Southern story. So it's, and there is no, her sister, she's just flat out called a bitch. Her dad has got no love. She is burning all of them. This is fucking Faulkner. It is. I am here for it. I mean, I'm telling you, her, she talks about like her mother caught her smoking or went to smell her hand and Brittany was driving and ran off the road and they ran into a telephone. I mean, just so much Southern shit. Anyway, it's great. I don't want to talk about it all because again, (laughs) I'm going to save it for book club, but, and I want y'all, some of you, it's still new here, but highly recommend. um, I just think what has come out of this for me is Brittany's just, she was a pretty girl who wanted to dance and wanted to be loved. And I don't know. I remember us saying, like talking to his friends saying, after the whole Justin thing, my friend Lindsay and I were talking specifically, our old roommate, and saying with the Kevin Federline stuff, just saying, oh God, I don't think she's over that guy. Even when I listened to this book, I still don't think she's over Justin Timberlake. Wow. Anyway, y'all. You deserve better. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and apparently that kind of the impetus, she talks a lot about her hatred of the paparazzi. One other thing I will say that I thought was wonderful, one of the people that has been the biggest um, personal influence for her, or personal consoling influence for her and someone who's helped her navigate emotions of her career is Madonna. Hmm. Madonna, she talks about being a very active participant in her life. Cool. Should we talk about Devin and that's and Nick? your Britney break? Britney break. You should read it. I think I will now. Just to or hear, listen to I, it. I'll listen to it. I, I want to hear Michelle Williams. You can't. Re- you can't. You're not going to be able to read adjectives like uh, I say that because when Michelle Williams says, and it was literally like blah blah blah, and then mm-hmm. says it, and then I later in the paragraph. Michelle Williams is reading, and then like literally, so literally is wow. probably the, literally is probably the second most used. But every time so Michelle, there was no editor, or were they just trying to give it in her I, voice? I think they were both. But still, when Michelle Williams says literally, I believe it was literal. It. it was literally not like literally <laughs> is used normally, because when literally is used, y'all, it usually means figuratively. <laughs> I'm not literally as big as a house. Um, <laughs> Devin and Nick, new couple whoop, alert. Whoop, whoop. Nick is Nick 31. Devin from is 24. Korea. Um, I almost said burglary felony. I almost forgot. I thought we were in Lalu. I thought they had oh. a. So it's like I brought it before. This is one of the first times they've introduced the non-American um, mm. I thought it was an interesting tack. Well, um, I think it became more apparent whenever we meet Devin, y'all. <laughs> she's just, she's just a, this little blonde girl she's from just Arkansas. She's a country girl from Arkansas, and she is quiet. I bet they had to draw so much. I out think of her you're right. To get a story. From I think her. he's he's the more he's the one who's better on camera. I think that's yeah. a that's a good point. But I I, th- I think that's why this is the first time we've ever did this. Yeah, first time that we've had this. So 
uh, he's born in Korea, then lived in Australia, which which makes him have an Australian English accent when he's speaking. <laughs> it's really funny. It's cute. And uh, so he's an electrical engineer by day and a karaoke champion at night. It's like, which is basically every Korean man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when he said that. Yeah. If you've been to Korea, karaoke is a very important part of the culture. Um, so we have a, we, Koreatown here is full of karaoke bars. Um, yes, I have been to one where Jake has drunkenly got up and sing, this is how you do it. And everyone's face drops because it's very good, but yet also very white. Yeah. But it's good. You sell it. Yeah. In my defense, um, Montel Jordan went to Pepperdine. <laughs> Which is extremely That's white university. That's not true. He went to Pepperdine. He did? He went to Pepperdine. Shush. You know, that's the whitest fucking school. That's the school whitest fucking ever school. Uh, you, just, you just show up to Grinder and it's just blank profile saying <laughs> mask for mask. So uh, he says, um, he talks about being introverted as a kid and bullied. So he went to the military and went to Australia. And he met Devin on Tinder while in Australia, which means she was there, I guess, traveling. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, or maybe he was ten, set it to Tinder World, if that's a thing. Um, and this is the, he's the first white girl he's dated. Uh, and she is also, he says, introverted. We got that. But yeah. she likes to do really naughty things like uh, putting her ass on him. Ooh. Ooh, showing her ass. She calls and- him monkey, and I call her piggy. Yo, don't call a woman piggy. I'm just, it's never going to turn out well, well for you. <laughs> well, this tr- this triggered you, because, well, actually, no, I bet you have had a man call you piggy or pig. Uh, Yeah, but it means something different in the gay community. <laughs> <laughs> Google it, but not at work. Here, when, piggy, piggy. When, when there, someone says, "There goes piggy boys." <laughs> when someone says, "That'll do, pig," to me, that'll do. Completely different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow, wow. Uh, so uh, she's like, she's. A, he, I call her big. She's a little chubby. She doesn't like to hear that. Now, no. I. Remember, in Asian cultures, uh, I just know this from, I, I think this is the, from my friends with Korean parents. The first thing they're going to talk about is your weight. And so oh, that's it's, true, something, yeah. it's something, something that, that uh, it's probably in that culture. Um, and he's, he's just talking to this woman at a food stand. He's like, Americans don't like chicken feet. Wonder why they don't. And she's like, I don't know. I don't get apparently, it. Apparently, he's like, I wonder if they eat it if they didn't know what it was. It looks like a chicken foot. <laughs> no, it I looks ate chicken feet in China and it was very chewy. Were they good? Can't say eh, it's okay. I uh would uh, it's it's something I did. I would not eat another. Yeah. That's it. So they dated for two years. Um, but she says she missed family in, in Searcy, Arkansas. Searcy, so, Arkansas. But they got engaged and applied for the K-1. 
and and she's like, I'm a little nervous about going to Arkansas. You should be, honey. This is I'm glad that this she told is gonna him be rough. There's nothing there, and it's a little bit racist. You mean the 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 the, the state? <laughs> I think it's a lot of bit racist. Um, and there's no diversity. There's probably no one in Cersei. Many, definitely, there's no one who I'm looks look like it him. Up, the population. You look up. Look up Cersei. Cersei, Arkansas. I have to say it like that. Welcome to Cersei. Uh, and she says she's flying into Korea. Now this is good on you, Devin. She's flying into Korea to meet his oh, family, which is it, very, very. Uh, it's it's the largest city in. It's the county seat of White County. <laughs> It's in the name. It's in the name with a population of 23,000 people. Cersei. That is smaller than Ardmore. That is, there's going to be, there's going to be like 10 Asian people in that whole. And they're going to look, they're honestly probably look at him and say shit like, are you from China? Or or how many Koreans? Which is very. That's different what I'm saying. Than, They're going to yeah. assume. So not. I don't know if he even knows that. That even his own Korean right. and I won't be honored. Or yeah. And he is worried. The parents are coming, which is very respectful to do because I'm worried that she's that they're going to measure Devin against other Korean women, which. That's definitely been done before. Y'all, we uh, remember, oh, God, Devin and Ji-hoon. Mama, and, Mama Ji-hoon Mama and Daddy Ji-hoon. Oh, they were good God. sports, though. <laughs> oh, those, though, she was like Robba Lee, just worn out. She, just they were, worn but out. I will say, they were kind. They, they, were, they were kind parents, but they had to deal with fucking Devin. Oh, God, she's <clears> terrible. <throat> anyway, so she says... If the, he says, if this blows up, my family will not let me go to the U.S. And it will, he says, and it will destroy my life. And then he starts to talk about sex. Haven't had it for a while, and I kind of need to touch her. And she's going to be jet lag, but tonight, I'm going to break the bed. And that's when Poodle leaned in. <laughs> what would you do if a man at dinner leaned over and whispered in your ear and said, hey, let's get out of here and go break your Check, bed? please. <laughs> That is a definite. <laughs> I don't care where we are in the dinner. Can I get a to-go box? You don't even care if pizza's not. So what would if someone said that to you before really good pizza came out, what would you choose? This is this is not even a fair argument. <laughs> uh I would tell the person on the way back, um, send a runner with the pizza. <laughs> You know what? Actually, what we do, I th- this is so weird that I'm, I'm going to be this. Uh, um, this is how my brain works. I'm like, how can we get this? How can we get everything at one point? How can we get everything we want? We go to the bathroom and I give him a I give him a hand job, and so or a little taste, and then we go back and we eat the pizza, or we we grab the pizza and we take it, and then we fuck, and then we eat the pizza after. So, y'all, I would say don't go into that bathroom at Moza for a little bit. (laughs) If you see Poodle there. I just solved the problem. (sighs) Anyway, she sees her. It's she's cute. Now, I will say she is cute. She looks like someone who gets off that long of a plane fright would look. 
She's not time. looking like fucking Jasmine, not no. Darcy. She's in sweats and she wanted to be comfortable. She is. She is cute. I, he's cute too. He's super handsome. He is. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing these two. Uh, Again, and, I think they're going to have normal problems, but who knows? Yep. I totally agree. I, I, I'm glad they're on this season because we've, fucking Rob and Sophie just give me influencer vibes. And yeah. I, and I don't like Nikki and just Justin slash Igor. Ugh. That's the show. Well, that's how we can only hope that her anal is so clean. <laughs> Remember where you were y'all. Remember where you were. That's the show. B day. You can go to realitygaze.com. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it so much. Again, have a safe Halloween, Dia de los Muertos, whatever you saw, so, all saints, all souls, whatever the heck you celebrate. We hope it's wonderful and safe. And, uh, and yeah, and until then, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, boots? Yes. And if you, Have ever idealized Paula Cole? (laughs) I know I have. It's so good. Call us. Heard on a word for a life to be over. Go ahead, put it in the right key. Put it in the right key. Well, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Doesn't it sound better when I put it in the right key? No. I don't